What is up? Welcome, you guys. My name is Novak, and this is the Nova Storm Podcast, Episode 1. We're super excited to be here. I say we because I'm not here alone. I have my co-host here. His name is Shitstorm, and he's happy to be here. Of course I'm happy to be here. I'm always happy to be anywhere that we get to talk about whatever we want. So, if you follow us on YouTube, you know we're primarily a wrestling channel. Um... That's not necessarily the case here. We're talking about everything pop culture related. Wrestling is obviously a big part over here as well. But other, we have other topics leading in. Um, don't know how often we'll be doing this podcast. We'll just kind of have to hit and see what happens. But I'm excited to be here. I hope you're excited to be here. I'm now, excited. I got peanut butter. Now, Andrew's going to give you a 25-minute presentation on his part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't got it. <laughs> 25 minutes. My dog, I don't got shit for 24 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that was, was good. That was awkward. That was awkward. <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm excited. I'm just excited to be do this. I mean, I, it's just something me and him do all the time. We we do this. I mean, honestly, you could have put a mic on any of our conversations and put it on as a podcast because that's what we do on a daily basis. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is a little bit of a hypothetical situation. Like I said, this is all uh, all pop culture, and that means we're going to have some hypothetical situations here. Okay. Now, who would win in a fight? War Greymon or, Char- or Mega Charizard? That's a good question. Um... Keep keep in mind the battlefield is going to be obviously on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. normal battlefield. Who do you got? I still go to Charmon. You you think you you think Mega Charizard? Yeah. Now, I I say War War Greymon. Here's my reasoning behind it. Mm. War Charizard X is dragon type. Yeah. Which means Wargreymon's Terra Force is gonna do would do a lot of damage. Yeah. And you also have to think Wargreymon has that has the armor. Yeah, but if you watch if you watch Charizard, he's a smart individual. He really is. But in Charizard's case, it's all about the trainer. That is true. I mean, if you don't got the right trainer, if you don't have the right trainer for Charizard, he's exactly. not going to listen to you. He's going to do what he wants. Now, so th- I think that being said, because if the Digi De- if the Digi Destin can already get get to War Greymon, they've already got the proven bond. Yeah. Whereas, because it's not based off of levels. Like with Charizard, if you level him up enough, he's going to get there either way. So that's why I would say and I would give it to War Greymon. Even if, yeah, I could agree. Like, I, I just Charizard, uh, just because I'm more of a Pokemon fan than I am a Digimon fan at most times. Um, but with, but if that sync up with the Pokemon trainer is there, Charizard can go and is very smart with attacks and stuff. So, I mean, either way, if you have, I'm saying, if you have the right trainer for Charizard, Charizard's gonna. Charge is gonna win because some effective. Yes, you gotta come combine, but what if the person that 
What if that person doesn't have that connection with more Greymon? More Greymon. What if they don't have that connection? That's fair. And now I'm going to get to the part two of the question, the part where I'm going to piss Andrew off. So, Mega Charizard, War Greymon, which one are you going to fuck? <laughs> That's a good question, ain't it? Um. Um. Neither. Personally, I think War Greymon would be a far more passionate lover. I think I'd honestly go with more Charizard because that's more of the uh, hardcore well, way. Dragons aren't known for their passion. It no. depends. Are you fucking or making love? Just fucking. Because War Grandma wouldn't make love to me personally. No, I, I, I just go fucking. Like, it doesn't have to be love. We can just hate each other. Like War Grandma would take my my stern simple ass <laughs> with its suppleness and curvaceousness. And really go to town. <laughs> but so would Charizard, but I mean, like, it'd be more hate-fucking. Yeah, but Charizard's on fire. <laughs> Ain't gonna burn. <laughs> you you want your asshole burned? <laughs> I like my asshole burning. Well, I mean, we, we're learning things. Episode one, we're five minutes in. We know that you like to have your asshole burned. Yep. I feel like we've accomplished a lot. Oh, I'll see you guys next week. Alrighty. Oh, <laughs> uh, but for, for real, um, so... Before we get too far into this, I would like to say, based on what's going on in the news, to uh, former WWE superstar Shad's family, I hope they find him, and I hope everything goes well with that. That's a scary situation. And for God's sakes, people, please, if you do catch, see him in there anywhere near you guys, please contact authorities as quickly as possible, because he is in the ocean. He is, um, and they can, you can tell... It, even a person with his in his shape, right? Even if he does, ha- he he's in good shape. But even the greatest trainers will tell you, no matter what kind of shape you're in, the ocean will win eventually. So, guys, if you've seen, call authorities and also to his fa- friends, family. I hope he's found. I hope he's all good. And for those of you who may not know exactly what we're talking about, um, Sunday Sunday afternoon. Uh, Shad Gaspar was out swimming with his 10-year-old son, and they got hit with a big current of waves. And since then, his son, they've been able to find his son, but Shad Gaspar is still missing. So, so thoughts, prayers go out to him, his family, his friends, anybody who may be able to help him and hopefully bring this man home. That way he can be bringing it, bringing it, bringing a hood to you. Oh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of crime time, since we're there, I feel like probably one of my favorite tag teams of the ruthless aggression era. I agree. It was it was one of the most entertaining. They that, were the most entertain one of the most entertaining ones, especially when Sean was talking street and buying tickets from them. Yeah, that was a good one. Like for shizzle, my whistle. Oh, that was good. they were the best. They were. I'm sad they didn't go as far as they should have. Never held the titles. They I feel have. like that is a, a grievous mistake on their part. But that leads us in perfectly to the next part of the show, where we, where Andrew spends the next thirty minutes reviewing his favorite episodes of the Power Rangers. <laughs> what is it with you and the, giving me thirty minutes? And I, you know, best and prepare for this. We were vastly like unprepared for YouTube. Look how that turned out. Yeah, no, right. Um, no, if we're talking about Power Rangers, I, I'm still one of the biggest ones on the originals. Marty Morphin, yeah. Yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. 
Like, don't get me wrong. I like the, the ninja one was okay. Ninja they, Storm? Ninja Storm when they turned into Ninja Storm. That was okay. Um, I did like the spirit animal ones. I really like Lightspeed Rescue. I did not care for it just because it's like, okay, cool. But it was Or Turbo. Turbo was alright. I think it's just more of the morphers. Yeah. That way they did the morphing and then Turbo and you know the other one, I just didn't care for their morphers. Aye, aye, aye. Um, yeah, also, Kimberly was fucking hot. Oh, yeah. Um, the cell phone one, I think that one was pretty cool because it yeah. it was kind of like that was like alien technology to have a cell phone. Interesting uh, side note. First person I ever masturbated to was Kimberly from Power Rangers. Why does everything turn to masturbation with you? What, we're here. We're talking about it. I just, who was the first person you masturbated to? I'm not saying that. Danny DeVito. No. Go on. It was an anime character. Hey, I mean, I like anime. What we're we talking like Naruto, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon a, was a good ass show though. It was, but it was kind of one of the first ones I seen. And... I mean, I feel that because like I feel like Sailor Moon like opened a lot for me sexually. Oh my god! What I don't know what it is about those cartoons, but the girls either they just had gigantic tits. tits. Um. That was like my first exper- one of my first experience with anime. That Inuyasha. I didn't care for Inuyasha. Inuyasha. You don't like it? I didn't care for it. No, like my favorite thing was um, down. Down. Remember when he had the? the oh, down, sit boy. Yeah, sit boy or whatever. Yeah, it was sit boy. I always say down because um, but sit boy and he just his necklace would just go right to the ground. All right, give me your top five animes of all time. Samurai Jack. That's not an anime. Samurai Jack is anime. That's a cartoon, my guy. Well, so is anime. It's a cartoon. I'm talking like Japanese cartoons. Oh, I don't watch Japanese cartoons. <laughs> Bitch, you just said Sailor Moon. I did what I didn't say. I watched all the Sailor. I didn't say. All I right, watched fine. All Give me the... your top five cartoon slash animes of all time, and Zoids better be on the list. Oh, Zoids definitely number two. Zoids is such a good show. Um, I just remember, like Samurai Jack because it was. Uh, it was Jackie Chan. It was Jack. Yeah, Jackie Chan. What wasn't it for? Just, wasn't he saying no? Like, no. Samurai Jack didn't have a voice. No. You talking about the Jackie Chan Adventures? No. With the talismans? I'm telling you. Hold on. Where my phone at? The fuck's my phone? God damn it! I moved it. Oh, there you are. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna look this up. What, I I don't know. I'm 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 not, I'm not buying it. I mean, maybe they based some shit off of him, but no. Samurai Jack did not have a voice, but he. No, that's Phil Lamar. Yeah, Phil Lamar. No, it was Phil Lamar played uh, Samurai Jack. They based off the car. They based it off. Oh, I'm Jack But yeah, interesting side note. Samurai Jack until the one did have key. Uh, Kate, I can't say his name right, as Zach Second, is off of Ke- Keenan Peel. Jordan Michael Peel? No, the other one. Keel? Keel. Okay. What's it, whatever his full name is. My phone's acting stupid because, yeah, my phone's acting stupid. I was looking up because I swear to God it was Jackie Chan, but you're right, it was, uh, Jackie Chan Adventure was... Jackie Chan Adventure was... Yeah, that show was dope. Yeah, that show was dope. No, uh... Keegan-Michael oh. Keel. Yeah. Key. 
Yeah, he was an interesting, interesting side note on that one. Anyways, um, American Dragon, Jake Long was... I like that one. That was a good one. Um, What was that shit? American Dragon, Jake Long also had a fire intro. American Dragon! I know. Um, It's on now. It's... It's not a it's not an anime show or cartoon. It was, it was a place where you go to watch it. Um, Toonami? Yeah, Nami was a great. That's where I kind of watch a lot of my anime. Right. And uh, Jap, you know, anime stuff. I'm just not a big fan of the anime stuff. I can't. I didn't hear Dragon Ball Z on your list. I wasn't a huge fan of Dragon Ball Z. But I, you liked the abridged version. I did like the abridged version. I was okay. Dragon Ball Z was not mine. I was more of the Street Fighter. Interesting story as to how he found Dragon Ball Z abridged. We were both working at Wendy's at the time, and I know you don't say stuff like that because you don't make people jealous of their jobs. Right. Uh, we had... <laughs> yeah, Wendy's makes you real jealous. Well, I mean, somebody watching might work at McDonald's. I mean, that's a good fucking point. I mean, just, just throwing it out there. If you work at McDonald's, please don't stop listening. I need the numbers. This is all I have. <laughs> uh, so we just gotten off work and he's like, I want to come hang out. So I'm like, all right, you have to come to a, we can hang out at my apartment. But afterwards, you have to caress my tender, supple ass. And I said no. <laughs> but he did it. I did not. He did. He did not. He rubbed his mustache all against my asshole. Um, I didn't really have a mustache back then, though. That's weird. He has a mustache now, in case you're wondering. My beard's better than his, though. Yours is more floofy. Mine's more fool. Yeah, mine, mine don't fill, though. That's the thing. My sideburns <coughs> here will not fill in. Anyways. Anyways. So, we... We we were closers over there, so whatever food was left over, we had we would take, and so for some reason we ended up with a fuck ton of nuggets. Oh my god! At the end of the day, I don't know how we ended up with so many, <coughs> but we had like a fuck ton of regular nuggets, fuck ton of spicy nuggets. Oh yeah, we didn't. We don't know how we ended up. Yeah, with yeah. So, no, no, no. Definitely wasn't on purpose or anything. Oh hell no. Um, we also had like chicken fillets and all this shit left. Yeah, we and, just took it home. So they'll it's either throw it away or take it, and um, our manager at the time didn't want to write up the food cost for throwing it all out. So fuck it, we took it. Uh, as a manager now, that's disconcerting that they would. Well, I mean, nobody really liked their job anyway over there. So, um, yeah, we're both managers now. Assistant uh, here, but assistant manager is better than being a regular manager, sir. We're second in, com- in command of where we are. Um, anyways, so I'm just like, what do you want to watch? He's like, I don't know, put something on. I had already discovered Dragon Ball Z abridged. And I was like, we're going to watch Dragon Ball Z. And he's like, I don't fucking like Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, no, we're, you're going <laughs> to like Dragon Ball Z. He's like, I don't fucking like Dragon Ball Z. I didn't at the time. Like, I literally, like... That was at a time, like, I did not care for a lot of anime stuff. Dragon Ball Z was just something I didn't care for. I watched 
I've literally, I, and don't get me wrong, like, oh, he may not, he, you just didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. Like, you didn't watch a season, a season. Right. You didn't give it a chance. Trust me, I was halfway through, I was halfway through, um, what was it, Frieza and Boo before I started hating on Dragon Ball Z. So please don't give him that, start that stuff where you didn't give him a chance. I got through Boo after he start. he got skinny. Okay, motherfuckers. First of all, it's called Kid Boo. I don't give a fuck. It's called Kid Boo, Skinny Boo, Fat Boo. Don't give a fuck. I went through Frieza and Boo before I started hanging on Dragon Ball Z. Or not hanging on, but First of all, it's not Fat Boo. It's Diabetic Boo. Well, he fucking ain't. He ain't people. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. I got, I went through that. So don't get me wrong. And, you First know, of all, if a cannibal turns somebody into a cookie, I'd probably eat it too. <coughs> that is true. He'd be like, you want this cookie? I'd be like, what is it? I'd be like, I'd be like I don't know. Fucking George. But still, I well, fuck, keep... I want to know what George tastes like. <laughs> what about Frank? Oh, uh, no, Frank everywhere. Frank is, uh, Frank is oversaturated. Frank is never oversaturated. I don't know what you mean by Frank is oversaturated. Frank did crest my supple asshole. He's over... Compensating. Frank, Frank sucked my dick. He probably did. So the guy who explained the conversation just left the room. So... He's just like, he was very adamant, like, I don't like Dragon Ball Z, I don't like Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, you'll like this Dragon Ball Z. He's like, I've seen it, I don't like it. Ten minutes into the thing, he's busting out laughing. It's, it was great, like, legitimately, I was sitting there just laughing my ass off. Like, <laughs> if you haven't seen uh, Dragon Ball Z of Ridge from Team Force, I recommend oh, please it. please do. Um, unfortunately, they are stopping production, so... Um, Why? Oh my god, they've been doing it forever. I know. They're getting old. They are getting old. I mean, that's like little Kribu who does Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. He's, once he do, finishes Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, he, like, he's not going to be bridging anymore. Yeah. But blow my load all in your insides. What the? No homo. It's like fighting a woman. I am a woman! I'm... Be, no, be careful, child. I'm going to... Reach a hold of, reach into you and grab a hold of all of your assets. I need an adult. I am an adult. Anyways, so um, this se- I'm this segment on the show. Um, I don't know how often I'm going to do it. Basically, as a single male, single white male, single what, single black male, um. Also seeing white man, just, just to say, is a Tom McDonald, fantastic song. Uh, recommend go listening to Eddie. <coughs> you know, but, you um, tend to do the online dating as that's kind of the the uh, way of things now. And girls are always talking about how, oh my god, you won't believe what this guy said to oh me. Oh my god, he sent me a dick pic, unwanted. Yeah, most most guys do. Or anything like that. You you hardly ever hear about, <coughs> Excuse me. about um the things that guys get from girls that are you, you know never hear about it because because it rarely ever happens. Well, it's rarely ever talked about. That being said, if my phone will load it up. Otherwise, this is going to be very, very awkward. It's not going to load it up. Ha <laughs> ha! Alright, so I'll give you the, the short version of this. Okay. So, 
I won't give her name because you're not supposed to do that. Not anymore. But uh, if you want to know what her name is, I'll give you a hint. That's so. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's so, her name? Yeah. That's her name? Wow, okay. She has uh, loving parents. That's not wasn't more than a fucking. Yeah, never mind. She's 19. Yep, her parents were born around. No, I'm sorry, she's 18, just turned 18. She, I did not, I did not admire her. She admired me on this dating site. Barely legal. And she sent me a message. And it started out pretty simple. Hey, like, how you doing? Hey, how are you? I was like, oh, you know, I'm good. How are you doing? How's your day going? You want to see my tits, you know. Um, more things you say. She was like, I'm doing, actually, I was very, very nice to this girl. Um, she was like, I'm doing good. Just looking for someone to talk to on here. I'm like, oh, you know, that's me too. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for exactly on here. With your phone SIM card, so I can't help you with that at the moment. So just so you know, guys out there, when a girl says I'm looking for somebody just to talk to, that's almost a symbol of uh, DTF, if you know what that means. So from my experience, um, we're talking and, you know, She's like, hey, do you want to hang out? I'm like, we haven't even been talking that long. So I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't really, we haven't really been talking all that long. And she's like, well, not right now. I meant later today. And I was like, she's like, after I get checked out. And when you hear that, I was like, okay. Um, I was like, checked out for what? She's like, I have, I'm going to the hospital. I was just wanting to know if you wanted to hang out after that. And then, you know, any, you, any, regardless of what your relationship with the person is, if you hear, I'm going to the hospital, you're going to have questions. I'm going to have a lot of questions. And this is where the story Take it. falls off a cliff. Have I told you this? No, you have not told me this. Okay, so this is... You get to just react for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah. So, I was like, why are you going to the hospital? She's like, well, I'm getting checked because I think I might have gonorrhea. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it's something curable. Six weeks or so. I've never had it, so I don't know. I'm not done. Cleaned up, and you go. She's like, I already have chlamydia, but I think I might have gonorrhea. I already have chlamydia, but I think I... So, at least she's responsible here. And she's like, and now you're going to block me because I'm a walking STD, and I, all I want is love. You're a walking... Honey, I don't... I, I love you, but I ain't... My, my, my stuff's not getting sticked into you. So, I was like... She's like, you probably think I'm a monster. I'm like, I don't think you're a monster. Keep in mind, this girl is 18, and she has two STDs. She's a whole... She's... And then from there, we go, can you just... Can you can you come with me to the hospital? I'm like, uh, I don't really know you, so, like... No. And, like, I don't want to be there where you're getting tested for STDs, because people are going to assume. Yeah. Like, I mean, this sounds bad, but I'm sorry. I just don't want to get... People are giving me a... I think he got it. I think she got it from her. So, moving forward with everything that's happening... It's, can we go from hanging out to, can I spend the night with you? And no. I'm just like, this girl's trying to give me two STDs. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm like, bitch, I'd rather you have Corona and give me Corona than give me two STDs. But I'm still being nice. I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. So we're still talking and I she's like. the conversation there. You know me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can't end a conversation. Um, 
Plus, I, I figured I figured I was going to tell the story on YouTube at some point. Probably. Uh, or in a book. It was just too good. It's just too good to end. So, she's like, I just got out of the hospital. I'm like, oh, how'd I go? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, so, bitch, well, do you have it or not? You don't know. Within, some, if, depending on the test, you don't know within 24 hours. Right, but, like, she's like... No, I'm here. My brother's coming over. I'm like, oh, that that sounds cool. She's like, no, not really. He's a dick. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, I hope it's coming to apologize to me. So my mom, I'm like, this bitch got gonorrhea from her brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. As I just thought that, like, oh my god, she fucked her brother. That's I mean, that's where my mind went. Like, I don't mean to be mean or anything. And like, I the haven't. The way she said that was the same fact. I got I had chlamydia. Got, got testing for gonorrhea. My brother's coming over to apologize. Right. So in just step by step motion, my thought was she got the gonorrhea and chlamydia from her brother. Exactly. Like I'm that's just naturally where my mind went. And then she's like, "Can you come? Can you come get me so I can spend the night with you? I need cuddles. I'm like, bitch, you need to use a condom. <laughs> you need you need to scrub your shit. And like she was just like trying to convince me that it wasn't bad. She's like. Herpes isn't bad if you, I mean, unless I have flare-ups, you can't get it. Every, okay, everybody gets herpes. Everybody has herpes. Be, because, but the normal herpes, you know, that just is out there. Yeah. But herpes A and C, is her, herpes is not good either way. Right. But I'm just saying, like, herpes, like her, I think it's like herpes B is the one that's, like, normal. That's hepatitis. Hepatitis. Well, you know what I mean. No, but I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying like there's one her there's one set of herpes that you know you could be a carrier. Right. Hell, there's one you even if you got it, you could no you could not know for the entire life unless you get tested for it that you have that have that. So no, yeah, that's not bad. But her like herpes A and C, that's kind of like um, I need a shot. And it wasn't necessarily the herpes necessarily that bothered me the most. It was the I don't know if I have gonorrhea. Yeah. And, like, you, you're you 18. Like, what the fuck happened? And you don't want the warts going on. Exactly. And, like, so I've all... And, like, I've all... I've just started, like, getting into the dating world again, so... You don't want to fuck Connery, the first girl yeah. that comes out of it. And, like, I wasn't even sure if I did... If I wanted to be in the dating world or if I wanted to try to make things work with somebody else, but... That being said, I definitely knew I didn't want fucking herpes. <laughs> you want gonorrhea either. And she and was chlamydia. She already admitted she had chlamydia. Yeah. So I'm just like, you're adding stuff now. Cause like, I don't know at that young how your what happened, but the entire time after she says after she's starts talking, all I can think about is she got this shit from her brother. Yeah. Cause like I, I don't judge us. You know you probably this joke. So I started like, pro- well, just wait, motherfuckers who are judging. I'm not judging. Cause we're gonna get, we're not done yet. So I started asking her questions. I'm like, oh well, what does your brother need to apologize to? And she's like, it's. She's like, well, if I tell you, you'll you'll leave. I'm. If I haven't left. From the sign of, I may have gonorrhea. Honey, there's nothing right now you can say to me. And I was like, I'm like, well, is that something bad? She's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It could be bad. I mean, most people wouldn't understand. 
So then I'm just getting to the point like, yeah, she got this shit from her brother. I, okay, when you say that, yes, I'm going to say you you got it from your brother. Or your uncle. And she's like, I'm just going to go to bed. I, I'm sorry. I'll talk to you in the morning. You got my interest now. Don't fucking drag it out. Tell me now. Never heard back from her. <laughs> oh, you're a dick. She knew. I mean, to be fair. Does part of you feel like she was just playing you just to have fun? No, because I found her on Facebook. Uh, and her life's a fucking mess. Uh, I, I mean, I thought there are people out there that'll do that just to fuck with you. They'll make up a story just to... And, you know, at first that's what I thought too, but like... I'm like, there's a lot of fucking detail here. Some people are very imaginative. And then I was like, well, I'm going to look her up. And based off of her Facebook, I'm going to 100% say she got the shit from her brother. Okay. Um, What uh, I'm going to ask, what makes you say that? So... Part of me is regretting asking. But There's a post on her Facebook. Go ahead. Where she's like, man, family will really fuck you over but, and all this. Like, just like going off on everything. Okay. So, I look in the comments. And I can only assume this person is her mother because she called her mom. Yeah. And usually, that's a, that's that's a pretty a good signifier. That's usually a good signifier. Oh, hell yeah. Um, her mother was like, well... If you didn't do things you shouldn't be doing with your family, you wouldn't have to worry about them fucking you over. Okay, then. Um. And she's like, she was like, it's not, that doesn't matter. He was supposed, we're supposed to be siblings. And she's like, yeah. And you don't, you're not supposed to do stuff like that with your siblings. And nobody really said what that was. But you could pretty much guess it. But based off of the conversation I had had with her, I had assumed, which then let me down another rabbit hole. I'm like, well, where did her brother get it from? So then I'm like, I'm going to have to marry this girl just to figure out this fucking story. Oh, girl's great. Um, just another thing for general knowledge. Um, the dad from um, American Pie, you may know him from, and other hilarious improv stuff, Fred Wolford. Uh, died, uh, yes, uh, not yesterday, a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, that man. That man has been funny for years. Gave everybody laughs, and, uh, just, uh, sorry to his family that he's gone. He's, he died at 86, though. Lived a good life. He lived a great life, and he was one of the funniest dudes ever, so. So, based off of that, how do you feel about that, so? That, so, um needs help needs a lot of mental health so if you're listening to this and you would like to contact her please be sure to tweet the podcast and we'll set that up for you hey nothing says fa- nothing says love by some, fa- by some family love I mean you can either hit us up at a underscore j blood or sean underscore novak on twitter um you can find us at Nova on the nova storm facebook page as well and um, I do respond to that as well. Um, Andrew does it because he's an asshole. I respond. And he doesn't care about any of you. Oh, thanks. He has no value for human life. 
I saw this man disembowel a baby. I did not. That 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 took me back for a second. What you just said, I did not. I've seen this man use someone's gastrointestinal tract as a condom while they fornicated with their skull. What the fuck is wrong with you? You skull fuck someone. <laughs> no, I did not. You've thought about it. I can't. I can no, neither confirm or deny that accusation. That being said. Um, I don't know how often this segment will be on. It'll really just depend on how often I get stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to stay single forever. Just <laughs> keep this on the podcast. But are you ready for today's joke of the week? Dad joke of the week? I love dad jokes. Go ahead. All right. You talk to the people while I get us our dad joke ready. All right. So, peanut butter. Crunchy or smooth? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is Peter is uh, Skippy. What the fuck is Skippy? Skippy's amazing peanut butter. It is peanut butter. Where the fuck you get that at? Walmart. Not sponsored. Wish we were. Um. Also, not sponsored by Skippy, but their super chunk, extra crunchy peanut butter is just delicious. Puts on some hot dogs, and you you got yourself a great meal. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> no, I'm not high when I said that. Talk talk to the people about your fucking... Go plug your fucking TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm on TikTok. Um, I do a few videos every couple weeks. Oh. He, um, he does... I don't use TikTok because I'm uh, a grown man. I use TikTok every couple... I make videos every couple weeks. Um, if you want to go follow me on TikTok, it's... Hold on. I don't remember. I remember. Um, it's at the real shitstorm. And there's no... I. It's legitly shitstorm. All one word. I'm wearing a... It, I'm wearing... My picture is me with golden eyes. and wearing a uh, vampire-looking golden mask. Um... I am actually almost to a thousand for followers. I am at nine eleven. Me too. So I just need eighty-eight more followers, and I can be be at no eighty-nine more followers. Thank you. Eighty-nine more followers, and I can be a thousand. I can go live on on TikTok. I'd actually be excited, and then some of you guys can jump on there and help. Can we go up there? All right, are you ready for this week's top 10 dad jokes? Top 10 dad jokes. All right, here's your first one. <clears throat> you ready for these? You ready? You ready? Let's do this. Today my son asked, can I have a bookmark? And I burst into tears. 11 years old, he still doesn't know my name is Brian. Oh my God, it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. What? <laughs> I, give that a, I, I give that a negative two. Uh, you ready for the next one then? Yes. My wife is really mad at me. It's really ugh, my wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and went right. I've just, I've done that one. I've said that one. Ah, uh, this one's the longer one. This is the dad talking. I was just listening to the radio on my way into town. Apparently, an actress just killed herself. Mom. 
Oh my, who? Uh, I don't remember. I think her name was Reese something. And the mom goes, with her spoon? She's like, no, with a, he's like, no, with a knife. <laughs> I've done that too, too. Love it. Let's see. Alright, so I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. <laughs> Did you know that French fries weren't actually cooked in France? Oh? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> Alright, we got three more. Oh, it's Jeffy. Alright. The Secret Service isn't allowed to yell get down anymore when the president's about to be attacked. Now they have to yell Donald Duck. <laughs> I can just feel comments coming in for that one from <laughs> Trump supporters. I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book about anti gravity. It's impossible to put down. That's horrible. What do you call somebody with what do you call someone with no body and no nose? Nobody knows. Nope. What? Shut up. <clears throat> Let's see. Let me do the one you didn't blow the the punchline to. I figured I had to blow one. Well, I mean, you've blown a lot in your life. It's kind of habit. Uh, the fattest night at King Arthur's round table was Sir Cumference. He acquired his size from too much pie. That's a smart dad joke. That's it. That was hot. That was hot. That was smart dad joke. Now, there's we get one more joke of the week. This one will be since our big story for this week is a wrestling item. We're gonna do a wrestling joke. Sure. So, talk to the people while I get you your wrestling joke ready. If you bring up peanut butter again, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> okay. Um, big news. Uh, it's all over. It's all over WrestleMania. Becky Lynch is pregnant. Um, she gave the title to Asuka, so that's on Raw. SmackDown, who gives a hell? Uh, product, that product sucks anyway. Um... But yeah, that's the biggest news is Becky Lynch is spreading. Good job. I love Seth Rollins' hair afterwards, though. I'm going to give you three wrestling jokes. Three? Just three? Just One, three. two, three. You see, see, you see what I did there? You see yeah. what I did there? Yeah. Uh, why does Gordon Ramsay not like WWE on Monday nights? Is it too raw? Because it's raw! Australia should hire WWE wrestlers to enforce sentencing on convicted sex offenders. That way we can have Undertaker and Mankind throw pen in a pell in a cell. <laughs> oh my god. You don't like that one, huh? That was horrible. <laughs> Alright, next. So WWE is postponing their upcoming event in Saudi Arabia until December. And they're changing the name of the event to December to Dismember. God, I hope not. Well, you know what? Actually, I do, because they get rid of that 
crappy ass ECW pay per view. And one more just for the hell of it. Is it a hell of a cell joke? No. Damn. My colleague at work said, I'm a gullible twat. Who am I to argue with the current WWE champion? That one was pretty good. Depending on which one you're talking about. Anyways, you ready for story time? Yeah. So every podcast has a, like a big story. It's either a person, an event, some kind of creature, something. And today... So we're talking about one of your exes? Um, I'm not the one who's had to have whale calls to their ex. Get up. So today, we're talking about the life of a, of a man that I think Andrew's going to be extremely happy to hear about. This man's name is Herb Abrams. Otherwise known as Mr. Electricity... And he got that name because a quote from his girlfriend: "When he plugs, when he plugs it in, he really turns me on." If that is how you got your name, that is either really, really sad, or that was just sad. I'm sorry. So he is a wrestling personality. He ran the UWF, Universal Wrestling Federation. Not to be confused with Bill Watts' UWF under the same, to have the same name. Basically, the reason Herb Abrams was able to use UWF is because Bill Watts never trademarked the name. Dumbass. Now, born, he was born on July 9th, 1955, in Amarillo, Texas. He is about five foot one of Jewish thunder. He's five one. <laughs> yeah. He's shorter than you. Yes, he is. Okay. He died July 23rd, 1996 in Brooklyn, New York from a heart attack and too much cocaine. Oh, I mean, is New York. He made his money selling plus size women dresses. I feel that he wore them sometimes. Would you like to know the name of the store? Sure. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is, that is awesome. So not a lot of, is known about his life before the UWF other than that. But the this isn't no sequential order because the way I found the information, it was just scattered throughout. So I'll, I'm just piecing the information as I found it, not in... The timeline that exists. Okay. So, he starts this wrestling company called the UWF in 1990 in SC in Southern California, and he he's able to get a TV deal with a channel at the time called Sports Channel. Yeah. He get he's able to sign names like Bob Orton, Bam Bam Bigelow, Paul Orendorth, and Doctor Death, Steve Williams. As well as a pre-WWE Cactus Jack. His philosophy when it came to wrestling was... 
I want to bring wrestling back to where it used to be before all the glitz in the Hollywood. And when he was asked how he planned to succeed in wrestling, he was, he, what are you look? what are you doing? Uh, sorry. I got curious and I found Mr. Herb Adams on Wikipedia. Don't ruin Wikipedia and you'll ruin the story. I'm, I got, I'm sorry. I got, I got interested. Because I want you to react to this as it's happening. I, I got interested. I'm sorry. You got me so, interested. So I had to look it up. He, you got to see what it looks like, though. Yeah. It looks like, he looks like a guy that got fucked up by electricity. So, he had no prior experience in the wrestling business other than being a fan. When asked how he planned on succeeding, where his original mission statement was he wanted to bring wrestling back to where it used to be, he said that he would succeed based on Hollywood glitz and glamour. So he's going with um, a Rock's style when he was in Hollywood, but actually Rock could wrestle. So, yeah. okay, go ahead. So in night the year before um, the Fury Hour, UWF Fury Hour debuted on TV. He went. He did a panel at a wrestling conference. Yes. And he told people about his promotion, and he told him that Bruiser Brody was going to be a big star. In his federation. Awesome. Bruiser Brody was murdered the year before. That. So wait. Bruiser Brody was murdered a year before he said that? The So Bruiser Brody was murdered in 1988. Yeah. In 1989, Herb, Abram go, Herb Abrams goes to this wrestling convention and tells him that Bruiser Brody is going to be the big star of his. Does he not know wrestling? Does he not pay attention to other wrestling stars? Oh, sweetie, it's going to get a lot worse. Oh my god! At this same conference, he told everyone that Blackjack Mulligan was going to be his booker. Blackjack Mulligan was in jail. Well, I mean, they do do visits, so he probably could. And in no time was Blackjack Mulligan ever affiliated with the company. So he's just a con man. So, Fury Fury Hour debuts October 1990 on TV. Okay. And your commentary team are Bruno San Martino and Herb Abrams. And um, during his time on commentary, he won the award for worst sports personality in history. Hey, he got something, didn't he? And, um... Was considered unable to follow mo- even the simplest of matches, and most of the commentary work was left to Bruno San Martino, who had a thick accent. It's the ladies. There's always an upside. So the thing you need to know about Herb, a- Herb Abrams, he Herb had two. A- he had two different bank accounts, one that had millions of dollars in it, one that had none, and he was writing all of his people checks from the bank account that had no money. Sounds like a con man. And one of the first stories I found about people getting tired of that, there's this product is his the production team that runs the show. So he gets the building and the production company says, Hey, we need you to cut us a check for today's tapings. And Herb Abrams is like, Okay, let me get everything set up and then I'll pay you. So 430 comes around, he still hasn't paid him. He's like, the company's like, look, if you don't pay this, we're getting the fuck out of here. So 
Herb Abrams was like, all right, let's go to, go to my office and I'll cut you a check. He cuts him a check from the bank account that had no money in it. Oh, yeah. So the check bounces. Yeah. So the production company threatens to throw him off the fifth story of a building if he doesn't pay them. That seems excessive. He was about three months behind. Still specific. I, w- I would have only done four as a warning. Just saying. And another story of um, Herb Abrams and his two bank accounts. So, Herb Abrams loves two things in the world. Cocaine and, ho- and high-class hookers. Okay. So. I mean, they go hand in hand. One night, Herb Abrams tried. Did he, did he bounce a check to a hooker? Don't beat me to the punchline. This, he's got these two high-class escorts, and he, there, it's two thousand dollars a night for both of a piece for both of them. Jesus Christ! So he goes to try to write him a check, and they're like, "No, you're supposed to pay us in cash." And he keeps he keeps trying to write him a check. So the pimps b- come, come bouncing through the door. He he scoops up all the cocaine, puts it in his robe, and jumps out the window. And it's running through the town. Robe open, dick flapping in the wind. <laughs> I'm the dick flapper. And nothing but a robe and cowboy boots with cocaine in his pockets. Screaming for someone to help him. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's touching you. So, the entire time this is happening, Herb Abrams shows never draw more than 500 people. Uh, well, yeah. So... When your shows are drawing so few people, what is the one thing you definitely want to do? Go running in the streets, ball, balls out, yelling help? No, you want to run a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Where, what was I thinking? So he decides he's going to have this pay-per-view. But before he does that, it's important to know That he liked to change his matches on the fly. So, Vince style now. No, no, no. Like, so his guys would be in the ring fighting, and out of nowhere, he'd run in the ring and be like, This is a double disqualification! And the match would just end. So, Vince Russo style wrestling. Worse. Oh, shit. Um, before he runs the pay per view, he goes to have a meeting with Vince McMahon and tries to convince Vince McMahon to let him run the West Coast. Well, Vince runs the East Coast, and they would work together. So, to that, Vince said, piss off, you midget. I would say the same fucking thing. Um, so, he does, hey, Ray Irvins decides from that point, he's going to take down the WWE. Oh. Which includes him signing Andre the Giant, and the, under Vince's nose, Andre working two shows, and then as soon as Vince called him back, leaving UWF to go back to WWE. Nice. It also includes him making the UWF TV title, and when you fold the straps, the title says FU, and that FU is apparently to Vince McMahon and the WWE. The guy sounds like he's got his head square on the shoulders. And for a long time, there was a story that went around that he had Dr. Death Steve Williams break the nose of up-and-coming wrestler Stevie Ray during a match because he was apparently sleeping with his wife. Keep in mind, while he's fucking all these hookers and cocaine, he has a wife. 
even know. Kind of figured. It wasn't until years later that that story was proven to actually just be a work. Nice. Well, pretty good work there. So, now we're here at the first pay-per-view. UWF's first pay-per-view, Beach Brawl. Some of the things you should know about Beach Brawl. It was an hour away from any major cities. Makes sense. It's... You want to get those crowds out? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You want to get those crowds out. It took place on June 9th, 1991. It had a live total gate of 550 people. I mean, hey. It was only doing 500 for a show, so 550, that's a plus. It had a buy rate of 0.1. You gotta get them sales tickets up. I'm sorry. The pay-per-view only costed $14.95. Hey, 15 bucks ain't bad. I mean, better than we're doing now. Um, it was... It had 10,000 buys total, making it the lowest sporting event in history of pay-per-view. They've never been to the Kentucky Turtle Derby. You want to elaborate on that? During the sh- this whole COVID thing, the Kentucky decided to set of courses. They decided to run a, tur- a turtle derby in Chicago and called the Kentucky Turtle Derby. I'd go to that. Yes, and then... Uh, and it actually did very, uh, but it's called the Kentucky Turtle Derby, not the Chicago Turtle Derby. It's called the Kentucky Turtle Derby. Try are to you, say that five times fast. Are you ready to hear this match card for their first paper? I would love to hear this match card. So the first match was Boris Zuko, and he defeated Paul Sampson. Okay. Then we have a street fight between Johnny Ace. Okay. Johnny Ace. Oh, wait. People Power. People Power Johnny yeah. Ace? And Terry Gordy. And this street fight ended in a double countout. Wait, but wait, street fights don't have countouts. Yes. The match total was the match went six minutes. But street fights don't have countouts. That that's what happened. Out of Okay, cool. Who so, won? No double countout means nobody won. Yeah. And, what, and what was the point of the match? The street fight went six minutes. What was the point of the fucking match? To be fair, it went six minutes and eight seconds. Oh, well, at least, at least it's at eight seconds. Next, we have tag team action. The Blackhearts beat Firecat and Jim Cooper in seven minutes, 45 seconds. It sounds like a hell of a pay-per-view. Oh, sweetie, we're not even close to being done. Uh, yeah. Mas- Masked Confusion beat the Power Twins in 12 minutes and 31 seconds, making it the longest match in the show. Okay, so wait, Masked Confusion? Masked Confusion. Sounds like Scorpio. Was it was not. Or no, what was that guy that pulled the cards out of his mouth in WCW? Phantasmo? Yeah. He no, was I'm not just, in it. I'm just saying, that sounds like a precursor to Phantasmo. I wish it was him, because that would have been good. That would great. Here's what I have to tell you. We're watching this pay-per-view for YouTube, and we're would, reviewing it. I would love to watch it. Because I found it. Actually, we're watching the second pay-per-view. This pay-per-view doesn't exist on YouTube. We're watching the second one. I'll watch the second one. And we're going to get to that because that's the last thing they ever did. But we're going to get to it. I want to watch it. So, UWF women's title match. Rockin' Robin beats Candice Devine. Six minutes, five seconds. Well, well, I mean, that, that, that is how much they get on the Vince's show. So. Next up, we have a strap match. Ooh. Paul Orendorf beats Colonel De Beers in four minutes. I'm sorry, Colonel De Beers? 
Yeah. Hey, Colonel the Bears. He, and if you are a fan of the YouTube show Wrestling with Regret, he trained Brian Zane to be a wrestler. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey I, just, I, I mean, I'm just making fun of the guy's name, Colonel the Bears. He played a um, South military uh, gimmick who was racist against all other races. I, well, I mean, that, that sounds like Colonel the Bears. And uh, yeah, he trained Brian Zane to be a wrestler. Just a little backstory in case you're wondering. Bob Backlund beat Ivan Koloff in two minutes and 23 seconds. Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Wow, hey. Gotta get that money somewhere. And Wet and Wild beat... (laughs) Wet and Wild. Beat Bob Orton and Cactus Jack in four minutes. Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. The... Alter ego of Mick Foley. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. Yeah, tag with Randy Orton's dad. Randy Orton's dad. And lost two. Wet and wild. In four minutes. My God, how the great have sunk. Now, main event time. UWF television title. Dr. Death versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Farted. That's called a hot take. Yeah. All right. But no, seriously, back to the. What I was saying was that Bob Orton, New Jack. Now we got Bam Bam Bigelow. And Dr. Death Steve Williams. And Dr. Death Steve. God, man. To I, be fair, he had a good roster for the time. He did. Problem is, cocaine. I mean, we're going to get to some of the other people he had on the roster when we get to the second show. Uh, we're not there yet. But Dr. Death beat Bam Bam Bigelow to become the first champion. Hey, I wouldn't actually mind seeing Dr. Death and, and, and Bam Bam Bigelow. That wouldn't have been bad. So before we get into that, we have a couple of little stories um, to get to. To kind of like just sum up who he was as a person. Um, so he has one of, these re- one of the wrestlers he's trying to book come to his hotel room. And he whips out a pound of cocaine and two high-end hookers. The man came from the South that he was trying to like get to get to do bookings for him. Of course. And his exact quote is says he was he was from North Carolina and the only escorts he was used to were Snaggletooth Pussy. Now, thanks to Herb Abrams, he only gets high end pussy. Don't be making fun of Snaggletooth, man. And uh, this happens again another time. And uh, the guy is so uncomfortable he's trying to leave, but he can't. So he has to sit there and watch Herb Abrams covered in cocaine fuck two hookers. Because it's his room. That, 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 yeah, that can be uncomfortable. So, he all, at one point he tells the boys that he has something that's going to completely change the wrestling business forever. Okay. And they're all like, oh shit, what's it going to be? Thinking, oh my god. He's created a new match. He's created, he, he's created a, a structure that will... Yeah. Define the times. No. I'm just saying that's what I was thinking. Next guess. He's created a new match. No. He wants to put hookers in the ring. I wish, but no. He wants to do cocaine in the ring. No. What? No, no, he does cocaine during all the all the broadcasts. Well, okay, okay. So 
the thing that is going to change the wrestling business forever is his bright yellow ostrich skin UWF logoed cowboy boots. Cow. Okay. Right. You can't. You cannot. You cannot judge a man for thinking high. And around this time, because he was not paying the wrestlers or the production company, he lost a lot of his connections in the wrestling world due to lack of payment. Of course. So he was kind of just scraping by trying to get talent at this point. He ended up having to run much smaller shows in, like, smaller towns. Oh, yeah. His best friend starts telling people not to accept checks from him. That's pretty bad. When your best friend's like, dude, don't fucking trust this guy. Don't trust this check. Take his checks and do this. He was just always like, get cash. Get cash at all times. So, this after this pay-per-view, he's kind of like... The UWF doesn't run any shows for a while. That's yeah. important to remember. Yeah. Um, he was also a very paranoid man. He always thought somebody was watching him. The guy was on coke. Of course he was paranoid. So, like, there were times where he would go up to, like, the people in his hotel room and be like, They're coming. They're coming. Shh. Do you hear them? Without ever being able to say who they are. He would tear furniture, like, especially couch cushions, looking for cameras and bugs. The guy was on drugs. Uh, are you freaking surprised at this point? So. Like, legitly. The guy is probably so paranoid. He's sitting in the, he's sitting in the announcer booth. And if he hears a crackle in the, crackle in the headset or whatever, he thinks the government's watching him. He was out of the wrestling business until one major event decided to bring him back. WrestleMania 9. Okay. Do you remember, do you know where WrestleMania 9 was held? No. Trump Casino. Yeah. So, he, uh, it was in Vegas, it was a big show. Of course. I knew, uh, and there was a lot of pageantry, so he decides that he can do this. So he books the MGM Graham in Las Vegas. If that sounds familiar... Del or uh, all out. Yeah. No, all in. All in was held here. All in was held. Twenty thousand seat venue. Yeah. He sold like five tickets. He called this event UWF Blackjack Brawl, and that's what we'll be watching tonight for YouTube. Yes. way you look is like you don't want to tell you want to say it but you're trying to make it sound a lot better than what it so, really is this place took this event took place on september 23rd 1994 okay this was the last uwf event they ever held how many people showed up is what i want so there's a indoor attendance of twenty thousand. yeah they got 600 people Oh, well, they're their first pay-per-view, so, I mean... And his... This was his response to we... The numbers fluctuate between they had 300 people to 600 people, depending upon what site you go to to get your information. But the one thing that doesn't fluctuate is his business partner at the time said... We, he was like, we just ran the show at the MGM Graham. He's like, yeah, we had 300 people. He's like, yeah, but I had the MGM Graham. So all he cared about was what building he was in. So It cost him $75,000 to run the event. 
and he made less than 15000 Not surprised. And he's still, in his mind, considered it a win. Well, I mean, to get the venue, yeah, I mean, it's a win, but... That's not why he considered it a win. He considered it a win because he had never had Vegas hooker pussy. Okay. Oh. So. I did. I wrote down the matches, but I intentionally didn't write down who wins them because we're going to watch this. Well, that's great because I'm going to take a guess. I want you to know that almost every match on this card is a title match. Cool. And we're going to start off with a fucking banger. Is that the title name? Because I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, but it should have been. Now coming, now for the match, the title calling fucking banger. UWF, America's title. Hey, I like it, though. Dan Spivey versus Johnny Ace. I'd say Johnny Ace wins it. Next we have... UWF Junior Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Mondo Guerrero. Oh, Guerrero. Versus Jack Armstrong. I give it Guerrero. Next up we have... The fucking banger title. The TV title. Okay. Sunny Beach. Versus Dr. Feelgood. I, I want to say Dr. Feelgood has the advantage... But Sunny Beach, I gotta give it to Sunny Beach. I've gotta give it to Sunny Beach. And now we have the main event. No, no, damn. No, we we have the UW. What's the time? Is, is that bad of a name? We have the UWF Midget World Championship. <laughs> midget. Okay, Midget Wrestling on court. Little Tokyo versus the Karate Kid. <laughs> Little Tokyo gets it. Then we have the Irish Assassin versus Samson. I give it to the Irish Assassin. Then we have the women's title, Tina Morietta versus Candice Devine. I give it to Devine. Then we have the tag titles, the Killer Bees versus the New Powers of Pain. Oh, that ain't bad. I like the new Powers of Pain's name, though. Then we have a Lumberjack match. Ooh. Cactus Jack versus Jimmy Snooka. Hey. I got Jimmy Snooka and Cactus Jack. That ain't bad. Then we have the UWF World Title Match Main Event. Dr. Death versus Sid Vicious. Sid. Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid. Sid Vicious. Yeah. Wow. How the hell do you get these names? Well, he promised to pay them, but he didn't have the money. Yeah. Interesting note for this show. Cactus Jack said in his autobiography that his check bounced for it. Of course it did. <laughs> did he expect any less? And I quote from Cactus Jack. When I looked at all those empty seats, I didn't see it as a bad thing. I was like, ooh, look at all that empty sp space to play with. I mean, that is Cactus Jack. And there's a line on the commentary during that that I'm going to bring up. They're fighting in the upper... Him and Jimmy Stoker are fighting in the crowd. Like, hey, they didn't pay for those seats. And Jimmy... And, and Mick Foley's biography is like, that's all right. Nobody paid for him. 
Oh, oh, ow. Ow, sir. So, this was pretty much the last thing he did in wrestling. UWF voted shortly after this. Of course. Yeah. Um, he actually ends up leaving California after this and moving back to New York. Mm-hmm. And um, he ends up calling his friends because he wants to like relaunch the Federation. And he keeps he swears up and down to everybody that he's clean. Uh, so he goes missing. And apparently this was a common thing for him around the time he would either come back missing, super drunk, or he would just not come back at all for a while. Until the day it happened. Her... Hold on. Sorry. He has all such his notes here for him. July 23rd, 1996. Herb Abram dies in police custody, covered in cocaine and baby oil. I can guess why the baby oil. After suffering a heart attack... After suffering a heart attack, after chasing hookers around his office with a baseball bat. The fuck? I want to. I'm going to give you the new meaning of beat the pussy. That is the life and times of Mr. Electricity, Herb Abrams. He led a. He led a life of just. Bliss, didn't he? So, I mean, I heard ignorance is bliss, but this guy lived. Guy, that guy literally lived the life of ignorance is bliss. That leads me uh, to like as a kind of just kind of wrap this in a bow. A, a little kind of a big question for the week, um, for you to answer since I explained everything. Yeah, Herb Abrams. Mm-hmm. If somebody were to play, if they were to make a movie on Herb Abrams' life, what actor would you cast to play Herb Abrams? I'm looking at his face right now because <laughs> I knew what you were going for, and I was like, I don't know. I personally picked Danny DeVito. No. Well, for shortness, yeah. Just based off and the manic energy he would have to bring. I would say Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage. We're gonna do how I'm do a fucking movie on his knees. <laughs> well, just a look at look the look at his face of just. Eh. I think Nick Nicholas Cage could do it. And that being said, would you watch a movie based on this man's life? I would definitely watch the movie based on this man's life. But you know, so that being said, um, Herb Abrams. Love him, hate him. The thing is, everybody who worked for him never says anything bad about the man. No. And, um... I mean, yeah, they probably would tell tell everybody he was a crackhead, but... There's a lot of people who say he faked his death. And that he's still alive. I mean, he was in police custody. I kind of have that kind of hard to believe. So, interesting side note. Unless he paid the coroner to, like, pretend to give him an autopsy. Take what you will with this. About five years after his supposed death, another man ran a wrestling federation called the UWF. Yeah. And a short man in cowboy boots came up to the event and told them 
you cannot run this event because I own that name. And a lot of people to this day think that old man was Herb Abrams. So what do you think? Is Herb Abrams still alive, or do you think he died that night covered in cocaine and baby oil? I think he had. I think he had the heart. I don't. I think they dramatized that the fact he was in baby oil. I think, maybe. I mean, he was known to be covered in cocaine because that's what he. That's what he did. Right. He did coke. I think he had his heart attack, and he's probably just gone. I think somebody was trying to play a cruel joke on him, or did something, or hell. There are people that are leaving spirits. I mean, it could have honestly been his spirit coming back and doing it. But I'm glad you brought up spirits because that's going to be big in episode two. I mean, I'm a big person in believing people can come back. I mean, there's rules saying that you can't go to heaven or hell. You can't leave this earth unless your business is finished. So if he's stuck in this world because he's never finished the business he was supposed to, hell, he could have showed up. But I think he's dead. I think he had a heart attack. If he did fake his death, he had to, he had to take the money from his million-dollar bank account and pay a bunch of people to say he died. And that is going to bring this week's program to a close. Uh, any thoughts, comments for the people... Um, I love, I'm going to love doing a podcast. Um, like I said, it's just us, what we do every day when we hang out. Basically the point of this podcast is for me to tell Andrew random stories about people and shit and just to see how he reacts to them. Yeah. And uh, but that's what we normally do. And at this one, this first one, again, it's shaky, but we'll get better. Uh, that and, being said, uh, be sure to check out the YouTube channel, Nova Storm, for our other content other than this you know it's that's a little more in depth over there this is kind of just like we're hanging out we're talking yeah like i said we do this on a daily basis so uh be sure to check us out on pod our podcast url also you can find us on google play and starting next week we'll also be on apple podcasts and um, be sure, if you do it over on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review. Nice. Or be nice or be not nice. I lo- Honestly, I love the hate comments. They've met, they make me crack out more. Than, but if you got a hate comment, bring it on because I laugh, I laugh at them all. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at A underscore J Blood or Sean underscore Novak because there'll be times when we take episodes that are just based off the questions that you guys ask us. Yeah. And if you want to be able to be a part of that, you got to follow us over there because that's where we pull the questions from. Exactly. But that being said, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for checking it out. Um, we've been, we enjoy our time. A, Andrew really enjoyed getting to know Herb Abrams, the man. I love it. Uh, and I want to see the movie. I need to see this movie. If you are interested in seeing our reaction to the UWF brawl pay-per-view that we're about to watch, you're gonna, you got to follow us over on YouTube, man. You got to. And we will t- take care. We will see you guys next week for episode two. Yeah.